Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Backchat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Oh, that's me. Uh, yeah, hi. How are you? Uh, back chat 2.0. I'm really good, thanks, Will, for <laughs> asking. Has someone had a word to you about your excitement levels at the start of shows? Mm-hmm. Well, wasn't that exciting? Oh, it was quite exciting. Yeah, good. How are you? Dan Cons, Will Schofield, how are you? Um, I do ask that all the time. I, like, How are you? It's a nice little way to start. Yeah, feeling, yeah. Feeling and every like time that. I answer, you don't care. Oh, I don't. No, it's, it, yeah, you're right. I'm not actually asking, but, like, you know. It's a rhetorical question. Yeah, it is. We're here, back chat, 2.0. Hello, it's good to be with you for another week. Got a big guest coming up this week. Yeah, huge. Um, you know who it is. If you follow us on social, you know who's coming up. It's no surprise, mm. but it's exciting. We got another guest. Uh, we're going to do that a little bit later on the show, though. Yeah, so we're going to keep teasing, or are you going to say who it is? It's Sir Swamp Thing. Yeah, good. So, look, I'm thinking about people who don't know mm. what or who Sir Swamp Thing is. A quick rundown. He's basically, um, think of, he's almost like a... What's that guy from that movie? Oh, no. <laughs> Charlie? Is it Moneyball you're thinking of? <laughs> oh, no, not quite Moneyball. You know, think of it. Think <laughs> if you got that right, Charlie, you're you're the guy. <laughs> no, nah, not bad. Are not you bad. talking about the Rain Man? Like yeah, Rain Man or, Rain or, Man. The, or um, the guy, The Beautiful Mind. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he's a guy who, who just knows numbers and stats. He lives it. And he has like, I'm sure his house is full of giant blackboards where he's... He's you know, crossing yeah. the two and all and he, that well, he's stuff. built he's built this like community on Twitter now where people can ask questions and and he gives them answers and like he rarely doesn't know the answer and yeah. they're like uh, abstract questions yeah quite strange usually abstract it's not like this is you know the first yeah. time someone's kicked five goals in a game it's like very abstract the, the other thing is though we don't know his name no like and and I asked around because I was like well I can't just interview someone call him Swamp mm. it's like yeah don't call him his name. No, he does not. He's you know he's not he's not a recluse, but he would just rather be Sir Swamp. That's his thing. I did when I texted him. I said, "So do you want us to call you Sir Swamp Thing, Sir Swamp, Sir Mister Thing?" He just said, <laughs> "Call me Swamp." That's what people call me. Now, um, uh, we got a couple of things to cover off in the first part of the show. It's, it, it, I looked around the sporting universe this week, and like, there's a fair bit going on. Yeah, there, there, there's yep. a fair bit happening. There is. And like some more big than topics. a fair. There's, there's now, like there's some big topics, like mm. some big time topics. But before we get to those, you two uh, are doing some sort of Sunday radio show together or something. I turn up, I get in my car, and I hear Dan Const chatting away NBA and uh, a little mm. bit of NBL. 
It was yep. it was good. It was yeah. good content. Yeah, I mean, you're good. You're good talent, mate. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm great. Um, so uh, on sports, is it sport? Uh, let's sports? not let's not promote anyone else, right? <laughs> but my I, show. But the whole point is no, Charlie. Yeah, yeah, it is your show. Hang on, I'm getting you, Charlie, because I heard you talking, Dan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, who is asking the questions? Who who is this? Yeah. Uh, I I knew the voice. I knew mm. the voice. I just couldn't place it. Like a sweet Dan- breeze in your ear. <laughs> Dan gets off. Are uh, you chatting with? I don't know who the other bloke was, and Charlie. Peter G. Peter G and Charlie. Yeah. Mm. Sunday on... Sp- where are you going? Sunday Sports Cafe on 91.3 Sport FM. You got that sponsored? It sounds like you got it sponsored. We do have that sponsored. Nah, we need to get that sponsorship yeah, yeah. money. Yeah, so, so, yeah, yeah I, guess a, I guess I was just a bit disappointed I wasn't bought in on that. And um, I needed a basketball expert. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay. and they called me, of course. And you know what? I'm actually also uh, presenting a program on the weekends and Charlie's producing it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at, at the ABC. So actually, yeah, yeah, it yeah. starts this weekend. Yeah, it's a show that I already produced. Dan's mm. filling in. Yeah, presenting uh, it oh, as presenter. Well, oh, National. Well, listening. Uh, how can we listen to that, guys? Uh, blah 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 blah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, just look me up. You, you'll see. All right. Yeah. Now, okay, we've covered that off. Now, I'll start with the least significant of the four items I want to cover at the start of the show. First item, and this went viral. Uh, <laughs> Which one are you going to say? <laughs> This went viral. So there's four big items. Oh, yeah. yeah there's yeah. four big items. Mm-hmm. The, the, the least important, but most viral, I believe. Yep. Nathan Vardy's gone and got a QR code on his foot. Yep. So a QR code is, you, you would see them everywhere these days because you got to check in when you go to places. I mean, you guys have heard me speak about Ruckman on this podcast and, mm. and nothing exemplifies being a Ruckman than going and getting a QR code tattooed on your foot of the final play, the, the 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 moment. It's the Jeremy McGovern, you know, takes the mark, kicks to Vardy, kicks to Ryan, kicks to Sheed. Plays on, doesn't get it counted, he doesn't got get it. called. You've heard it before. Yep. You Vard, know how it goes. But, you, <laughs> you know, know, you know what happened. Uh, well, Vardy's has gone and got that QR code. Yep, so you, you, if you have your phone out on camera. No, it, uh, you don't have to explain that. Safe WA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you scan the code, then YouTube, yeah, it's, it's YouTube just like signing up. in, signing into the yeah. cafe, signing into fu- you're signing foot. into his foot. Yeah. So, but then a video pops up oh, of that gosh. that moment. I mean, just a ruckman, mate. Well, imagine if it doesn't work. Like I've seen the video, and mm. it, and it works. But what what happens when it gets a bit wrinkly? Or what happens if someone changes one one letter of the link on YouTube? It's done. He's just got a he's just got a big black a mark on his foot. Mm. I think. Look. Not only is it very, very funny, and I enjoy it a lot, mm. it really summarises Ruckman for you. Not a lot of thoughts gone into that. He thinks he's thought a lot about it. Yeah, thinks, I mean, you saw his reaction. He loves it. He bloody loves it. <laughs> uh, I did want to start with that. But we've got other three big issues. We've got the, the least important, but the most, the biggest pressing thing on um, All right. the Eagles' Ruckman. We're going to finish, of these three, we're going to finish on Jordan Degoe. Okay. Because that's very relevant to this podcast. Mm-hmm. We've got two left. Yep. Throw one at me. Okay. Um, Adelaide <laughs> FC. Adelaide United. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> show how much I follow. Uh, you got it. Is it the... Soccer. The NSL, the National Soccer League Yeah, you still? got it. Yeah, sure. Um, A-Leagues. Um, big video came out throughout yep. the week. Josh Cavallo uh, plays for Adelaide United. And he did like a sit-down tell-all. Like a tell-all. You know, honest chat. Yeah. Did you see it? I did, yeah. Very so, well done. Yeah, so I mean, Josh um, 
came out. Was he coming out to the public? Do you think? Do you, basically, Josh sat, sat down and, and told you know the public that on the video that he was gay. Yeah, he was a right. proud soccer player, proud gay guy, playing in the Australian league, and that was him. And he was he was putting it out there. Mm-hmm. Did you see it? I did. Yeah. What were your first thoughts? I just you know I I'm stoked that he felt comfortable and was was wanting to do it. It's a, it's a good thing, a good move forward for him. I think the fact that he had to come out and do that, and I think that actually probably says more about everyone else than him. And so I agree with you, Dan. Yeah, it's good for him. It's, mm. you know, like he probably felt like he needed to do that. But the way I looked at it was from a teammate's point of view, um, having played for 13, 14 years in, oh, probably longer, right? 20 years playing in kids' sport as well. Um no doubt I've played with gay guys. No no doubt. But when I see stuff like this, and it actually will be the same as my thoughts on the next two topics we're going to cover. As a teammate, don't really give a fuck. Like, and I understand, one, the personal need to be able to get something like that out there. You, you want people to be able to understand who you are, and that's who he is. And um, clearly he's had to hide that for a long time and hasn't felt comfortable or you know, whatever circumstances surround that. But as a teammate, I kind of think, like, great. Are you happy? Does that make you happy? Well, then good. Like, mm. don't care if you're Do what's good or for you. straight or if you're in the middle. It doesn't really matter. Mm. As a teammate, I wonder if that's what the public thinks. I wonder if, like, I wonder if the public looks at that video and thinks more of him, less of mm. him, happy for him, uh, thinks, I don't know, he shouldn't be doing that, should be doing that. I kind of had, like, my, my teammate's view on and I was mm-hmm. like, good for you. Happier now? Good. Let's play. Yep. Like, who cares if he's gay? Yep. Is that a okay view to have? Who cares if he's gay? Well, I mean, who, not maybe not who ca- who cares, but if someone is... Um, it shouldn't matter, right? It shouldn't no, no, it shouldn't. affect your playing career. That's no, great. that's right. But, you know, he felt the need to do it and, and was comfortable to do it, and, you know, he wouldn't have done it if he didn't want to. The reason it's big is because... Like, I don't know if there's many other professional sportsmen, especially in Australia, that have done it. I think mm. he could have been the first. I, I, I believe it's the first, um, definitely at the, at the A-League. Male as well. That's mm. the other thing. Uh, female sport, it's, it's, it's widely just ticked off and that's how we roll with some of the girls. Mm. Um, some of the girls are married playing on the same team. Some of the girls are married playing on different teams. Mm. And there's actually not really a big deal made about it, which is great. That's just like how it is, but for the men, it's a big deal. Yep. Like it's a big deal. He came out and oh, look, I you know shake his hand if I could. Good on you. Mm. Great. I would say so. I was going to ask you. Um, so, uh, would there would there have been times before when I mean, I guess if players did want to come out, maybe they just did it to their teammates and and didn't really feel the need to go public with it, you yeah. know, or because. I don't. I don't recall a situation where this has sort of happened in the AFL, but I'm not naive to think there isn't a gay player. In well, that's the AFL. it. No AFL players ever come out as gay. Yeah. Um, while they're playing. Yeah. Um, and I don't think even post. But statistics say, and I guess my knowledge and and my understanding of how people work is, I would have played with gay players 100. percent I would have played against gay players 100. percent There's there's no doubt in my mind. Had has anyone ever expressed to me while in my time in the game that they're gay? No. Not not personally. Not privately. Right. Um, mainly because I think, like, a, a teammate, I just wouldn't feel the need. Because, like, it's not like I, 
you're walking around going, I wonder if he's straight or gay. It's just not even a thing that even crosses my mind. Mm. Um, sh- sure, at stages in footy clubs, like it's it's you know like like a lot of things, there's probably gone through a stage of uh, people getting older and more mature and understanding more. Where it's gone from banter to can you banter about that to probably shouldn't be saying that. But like over the journey, there'd be banter about ah oh, he has no root for a while, he'd be gay, that sort of stuff. Right. But no one's ever. I've never known anyone to be gay, but I'm sure there's been gay people I've played with. Yeah, great. So, do you think then this happening would maybe open the door for it to happen in the AFL? I hope so. Well, you know, you know what? Uh, I'm using the wrong word to you about who cares. But like, if if it means something to the per- people doing it, then great. Yeah, it, it doesn't re- really mean a lot to me, other than. I hope they're happier. I hope they're happier in their life. In terms of the sporting context, yeah. it doesn't. It's not. No. It's not relevant for whether it makes you a better or worse. Player. Not even a people like like people just gonna respect mm. each other. It's like mm. I don't know. Like, yeah. But if people need to come out and do it, and it's good for them, then good for them. Yep. That's it. I agree. All right. That topic done. Yep. Sexuality. We're done. As as you know, I don't feel incredibly qualified to talk about it. But if it well, makes, you're a human being, mate, you can have thoughts on whatever you like. My always my thought is always if it's. If it's good for you and it's not hurting other people, then go for it. That's Absolutely. why we work well together, Dan. Now, second one, we've gone sexuality. We're going to go race. Sure. Covering all the big topics. <sighs> you happy with that, Charlie? Yeah, bit let's go a, for bit it. Of, <laughs> bit of a... Bit of a hard-hitting episode. Yeah, race and discrimination. So, um, Quinton de Kock, previous captain at test level of South Africa. Um, he... How do you describe it? Well, it... it some of his teammates were kneeling in support of maybe not Black Lives Matter, but kneeling in respect of uh, recognizing some of the stuff that's gone on in South Africa, mm-hmm. some of the worldwide uh, discriminate discrimination against race. And Quinton de Kock was one of a few players who wasn't kneeling. There was a particular photo that came out where a black teammate of his was kneeling on the ground, and Quinton de Kock, who's the keeper was standing with his with his hands on his, his hips. And the photo was sure. kind of taken through him, so he was in the foreground. And the uh, black player was kneeling in focus in the in the background kind of thing. Yep. And um, that was kind of this, uh, I guess, this picture for this movement that people came for Quinn and DeCock's head. Why? I'm going to call him um, QD, QDK from now on. Okay. It's just QDK, uh, cool. It's just easier. Yep. Just gonna stop saying cock. Just I know it's his name, but yep, you know that's fine. QDK. So QDK, uh, people came for his head big time. You're racist. That's why you're not kneeling. Um, you're racist, and I don't know. You lack understanding for what this is about. Uh, so he didn't kneel, and then um, basically the South African Cricket Board had. It effectively said, driving to a game, they're on the bus to a game, and they said, everyone is to kneel before this game. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't kneel, like, don't bother playing. Like, you ha- you have to do this. Right. This is no discussion. On the bus. So on the bus, Quinn Clock said, no worries, I'm not playing. And he, and he, didn't play, he didn't play that game. So he pulled out. So not only was he not kneeling, when he was told to kneel, he said, no, I'm not kneeling. And rightfully or wrongfully... It, well, I think wrongfully, people came for his head. You know, you've got to be a racist. You've got no, no other reason. Went really hard. 
He then came out with a bit of a statement. Um, Charlie, I don't know if you can potentially look that up as we're having a bit of a chat, mate. But he came out with a statement kind of describing why, which was the first question I asked when I saw him not kneeling. And he's been a captain of that team. He's standing next to 11 guys. Like, it's a cricket's a small team game. Like, it's not like it's just 60 people in you. Yep. Mates with some, mates with not mates with others. Like, cricket's tight-knit, as you know. It's five for, five for 16. Yeah, so. in a final. But I, my first question was why. But, like, a lot of people were like, don't care why. You're racist. Mm. Like, it makes no sense. Why would you not support, you know, your teammates, your Black Lives Matters, whatever else? Anyway, his statement that he came up with basically – Sort of, um, did you chuck it in there for me? Oh uh, yeah, I'll put it in. No, no, no. Have give me, give me, a, give me a little yeah. bit of, a, give me a little uh, bit of it, Charlie. So, so it's a long statement, so I'll pick out bits. But basically, what he said is, is, I felt like my rights were taken away when I was told what we had to do in the way that we were told. Um, I know I have an example to set. We were previously told we had the choice to do what we felt we wanted to do. All right, so I'm going to stop you there. Yeah. That's that's literally. You read the rest of the statement online. That's literally the parts where I was like, yeah, I think you should be able to choose and make informed or uninformed decisions about what you do and don't do. Now, he's since come back, apologised and said, I'll kneel, and he's since kneeled. Sure. Right? So while everyone's coming for his head, I'm like, why has he not done that? Like, why is he not kneeling? And he's come out, and to me, his statement read as if, he was on a bus to a game and was told either do it or like fuck off. And so he was like, how about a chat? How about a conversation? How about education? Wh- whatever it is. I think he probably just reacted poorly at the time. He probably made yep. the wrong decision. And then he's come back and he's apologised and he's kneeling now. So there's been a lot of coverage around, a lot of conversation about it. Where do I sit on it? I don't think he's racist at all. I, I don't think... No. I, I also think not kneeling doesn't make you racist. I think this whole point with racism and discrimination and respect is it should be about education and understanding. So your first point of call, black, white, in the middle, somewhere, wherever, can you educate? But, like, can we create more conversations? I actually think this is, like, half positive, like the the racism talk in terms of, like, he's a racist. Mm -hmm. So I don't think he is, but at least we're talking about it. I'd probably err on the side of... I mean, I don't, I don't think not kneeling um, makes you racist, but, I mean, what more education does he want? I mean, this is not a new thing. Uh-huh. And, uh, like, the whole, like, I, I, I'm struggling more recently with the whole, like, well, I deserve to have the choice with certain things because certain things you just do. And, I just, like, this in this instance... It, they're not asking him to get a tattoo. They're not asking him to QR code. yeah get a QR code on his foot because that's ridiculous. They're just they're asking him to make some sort of statement alongside his teammates who have all agreed to do the same thing. I, I don't I don't buy into the like well you know I, I that choice was taken away from me like well just like, do it for the greater good mate like you're not. Yeah, maybe. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't I subscribe to that. Like, this is uh, I get to choose what I put in my body. That whole like even vaccine thing. Like, th- that's the whole just discourse around it all. Is that it becomes well, you're removing my right to do something. Well, sometimes you just do something because it's going to help the greater good. Mm. Doesn't matter. It's not about you. 
his decision is, uh, is you, a selfish one then. Are you allowed to make a selfish decision and then realise that that is selfish and then of re- course. rectify it? I, I, I give props to him to come out and say that was the wrong decision and I'm gonna and I'm gonna correct it. I think you know there's certain people that have recently in happens in the NBA with vaccines they double down they go well no like I'm not gonna correct that and I'm gonna stick to my guns. But sometimes I don't know in this instance, mate. Like this has been around a long time. Teams have been kneeling for more than two years. What did it first start with? With Colin Kaepernick, the 49ers quarterback. What if you think it doesn't actually do anything? It doesn't matter what I think because I'm supporting the guy who thinks it does. Yeah, okay. And I'm going to do that for my mate. I'm not doing it because I think, well, this is dumb. I'm not going to, like, this is pointless. I'm not doing it. Well, you know, I'm just going to, I'm showing support. And, you know, teammates, you know, as a teammate, you you go in, you bat, you go in for that, pun intended, cricket, for your mates. It doesn't matter. You go to war with them. You'd say, you know, we fight for each other, all that. Well, you just kneel on the grass, mate. It's not, they're not asking for your life here. I've never been one to be uh, too shy to give my opinion, but also never be one to uh, live and die by my opinions. And I think you're right. I'm going to I'm gonna just go with you, Dan. I think sure. Actually, you actually nailed one. Honestly, <laughs> like, it's about time a bit of passion came out of you, mate. A bit of excitement, a <laughs> bit of emotion. It's about bloody that. time, yeah. mate. What You feel that, Charlie? Yeah, the, the emotion in the room has changed. <laughs> it's about it's, fucking time. It's been an emotional week. Let's be honest, I'm bloody drained. <laughs> From last week to today. You came in today and before you sat on your cushion to make yourself look taller before you... <laughs> yeah, gave a big sigh. And yeah. I, I hope that helped a little bit there. Because yeah. you're, you're spot on. You're spot on. Can't argue with you. I love it. Yep. Right. Sexuality. Tick. Race. Tick. <laughs> what else you got for me? Oh, we're going Jordan to go. <laughs> look. I don't know. I hopefully you've got some questions with this thing. Hopefully you're a little bit all over this. I know there's yep. been a lot of other stories happening here here in WA, but I mean Jordan Nagoi, right? So I wake up. What morning was it? I don't know what morning it was. Monday morning. It must have been Monday morning because Sunday was Halloween, and that would have been it was Sunday it? morning. Came out Sunday morning. Great. Yeah. Right. So Sunday morning, Jordan Nagoi is getting arrested for forcibly touching. Um, and assault. Some sort of aggravated assault. Please do not quote us here. We do not know American law. We're not accusing anyone of anything. Alleged. It's all alleged. It's all... Uh, well, Well, it's not actually. One of those charges was dropped. Yep. Um, pretty much as it was placed. So, as it was coming out, Jordan Ngoi, here we go again. Mm-hmm. Um, when we say here we go again, um, he's been released on a few other charges as well. So, he has this reputation... Yeah, here we go again in just being in the spotlight for the wrong reason, not necessarily a certain act or anything. Yeah, it's like he's a rat bag. Mm. And some people call a rat bag. He's... Uh, Scallywag. Yeah. Scoundrel. Some people would call it, he's a criminal. Maybe. He's in trouble a lot. He breaks the law. He's been, um, he's been in courts. He's been charged with things. So he's... He's not your clean skin, AFL player. So something happens, irrespective of what it is, and it's Jordan Ngoi on it. And I tell you right now, the the newsbreakers, not the Tom Morrises of the world, because we've had a chat to Tom on the podcast here, and I was actually very, very interested to see what Tom Morris had to say. Not a thing. There was not one thing. Which, you know what, I clap my hands in silence because 
seriously, there was some news breakers just fumbling out over each every letter on their keyboard. Every like they would have been just slapping away at their phone. I can't get something out quick enough here. Yep. I'm going to take this. But I heard Jordan Degoe charged with don't care, just blank out. Bash I'm just going to bash this send. bloke. Now I'm not going to defend anything this bloke's ever done. But and he he sounds like he's in more trouble than he was in the goal square in 2018 in the grand final. <laughs> I will tell you that right now. You've heard that first on Backchat because he was in a lot of strife that day. <laughs> but I will say again with all this stuff, when I first hear it, it's like, well, what's happened? Like, what's the actual facts? What we don't know what's going. We don't know what's going on. You don't know anything about it. You, you hear charged with this, Jordan Degoe, right? Done. Get, just wrap him up. Put him in jail. Just delist him from Collingwood. Get rid of him. He's a he's a he doesn't listen to the rules. He's entitled. He's a young bloke who's been given enough chances, and that's it. That's enough. Goodbye. That's that's how it played out. I I just don't agree with it because human decency for mine is yeah yeah. I, I understand he's had a lot of chances. I understand he's stuffed up a lot, but you you got to treat each thing on its merits. You got to treat each action each each incident like what's actually happened like you can't just continually bash someone because they have a reputation of doing something like people can change people can learn people can get in bad people can get in another bad situation people can make another mistake like you can make mistakes and still i don't know like you can still make good like mm. i just hate this reputation and i like i know exactly what's happened and you know here we go again oh he's, he's just you know I don't want to get into too much of the specifics because it's not actually about whatever happened there. It's more just about the actual general thing. It's like this name, this activity, done. Get rid of him. Cut him. That's the attitude. And mm. I fucking hate it. Yeah, well, look, um, I'm, I, if, I often subscribe to, you know, when there's smoke, there's fire. And if sure. it's, you know... Sure, that's fine. Unfortunately for him, he's put himself in a situation on more than one occasion which has not panned out for him. I was going to ask, when footy players, so footy players, when they're in Australia, especially Jordan Goey, was on the verge of signing a massive, massive contract. Probably Victoria would be highly recognisable, you know. Yeah. Um, but when when athletes, when, sorry, when footy players are in another country, I don't know, is there, this, is there this element of feeling like, well, I'm no one here? Like, am I invincible well, I mean, not invincible, but can I sort of... I can do and get away with a lot more because I'm not in the spotlight. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. I would say that's probably a factor. Um, I mean, another part of this whole story was people are blowing up about... So the week before, he did this big media trail about comeback season, basically, and yep. he was over there training. You know, why is he be allowed to be over there in the first place? Well, he's got a little loophole with Monster Energy that... Um, if anyone from Monsters listening, you know, feel free to reach out backchatpodcast.com.au. We're uh, we're available for sponsorship, absolutely. And I'll go to New York or LA or Bali. You know, I'll probably won't get arrested either. So yeah, I don't put too much. You, probably, you don't even need to say probably. Anyway, people, yeah, <laughs> probably, probably safer. Okay. Uh, so there's been this blob. Well, why is he there? Why is he posting on social media? And your to your question, you know go overseas do you think you can get away with more yeah probably yeah a little bit a little bit of a release of the the public eye pressure mm. but he's he's 25 years old mm. he's been in melbourne in lockdown like the rest of like people say oh he's getting special treatment afl player they've been locked down just like everyone else 
they've been training and playing, yes, but they just leave the game, go back to home. Like, they're still locked down. Uh, he's 25 years old. He's in New York. It's Halloween. What do you think? Why, why would it not be on social media? What, 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 what do you think kids do these days, Dan? What do you think they do? It's 20, he's 20. They put things on social media, mate. Okay. So he's going to get his phone out. His mate's going to put him on social media. And then, yeah, he's put himself in a bad situation. But you can't just strike him off the list and be done with him. I'm sorry. You can't. It's fair to say that it will probably be an interesting. What? How many? How long do we need to wait now? There's one charge that was that they're still waiting to oh, hear back from. They've so. put him on. They haven't delisted him, but they've they like, stood him down indefinitely. Yeah, you go. So look, I reckon that's probably the smart thing to do. They haven't officially cut him. Well, it's They're a bu- just, it's a business decision. Yep, they got to save face a bit, stand him down, figure it out, and that's that's fine. They got you know till they got months before the season starts. It, it's I don't know if they'll have to pay him. Um, what they they I believe they are paying him right. So in America, last night, um, Henry Ruggs really probably a similar player to Jordan Degoe, not in terms of off field stuff, but on field, he's an impact player, he's a wide receiver, plays for Las Vegas, um, crashed his car, killed a patron in the other car. He was DUI, so driving under the influence. Um, this happened last night. Mm. Cut from the team in the morning. Just yep. cut, no pay, you're done. Bye. Charge, charge with, uh, charge with, you know, um, yeah, DUI. Yeah. yeah, I mean, slightly different scenario. I well, mean, it's still, it's still no. Breaking. That what my point is in the NFL, you stuff up, even if it's pending, they pretty much cut you. Yep. That they, they, they had enough of you. So there's a little bit of you know, I just hope he gets support. Usually when people stuff up or if they're doing the wrong thing over and over. They're not supported well enough. Yep. So you can't just throw that, get him off the list. I've seen a lot of Collingwood supporters saying, I've had enough, get rid of him. I just don't think that's the answer. I don't think that solves anything. It's not going to help the guy. And I think we've seen that happen in the past with players when they've gotten into strife and the clubs have sort of let them go um, and it's caused, you know, havoc. More support, not less. Mm. All right, you send it, we read it. This has been a really successful podcast segment. Not as successful of social media, but it's got a bit about it. Yeah. We love it. Um, it's trending. Yeah. I mean, it's what we actually really love is the listener interaction. So we've got our Patreon members. If you want to become a patron, you want early release. Um, we're not really giving any anything extra to our patrons. We really su- we appreciate the support. What I will say, which is what I said last week, we just chucked prelim final tickets out to our Patreon members. Um Patreon members just randomly mm. on a Tuesday. So I want to give some tickets to the people that put some money behind day. us. So there you go. That Things like that will happen. Mm. Um, we've we're str- going to do some merch. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, we got some merch coming. You want to be a patron, you want to be involved in that, go for it. And we love it. But the good thing about social media and you send it, we read it, it's it's interaction. Mm. We, we love it. That's what this is all about. It's yeah, the it pod. All right. There's some good ones this week as well. So um, now we're going to start this one with, uh, I mean, really, it's one of the best I've seen. It's, I was a little chuffed because it means someone, and when I say someone, I don't know their name because not only have they not given the name, they've gone and made a custom 
email account just for this question. So I, there couldn't be more ticks on this. I, I couldn't be happier. Let's hang on a second. Okay, yeah. No, so what you're going to say that I'm from, going to. Yep. This is from Benjamin Brown. Huh. <laughs> the Benjamin Brown? I don't know. What's the, his email address? very well could be. Well, <laughs> if this is his email address, then hats off to you, Ben Brown. You win. I'll, I'll no longer call <laughs> you my bunny. If your email address is Schofield at gmail.com, you win. Let's not rule out that it could be Ben Brown. No, he wins. I'm just telling you. It's yep. not ruled out. He wins if that's his email address. Okay. This is what he says. Hello, Dan and Will. Following up on a fellow listener's research from a few weeks ago, I wanted to actually review the goals Ben Brown kicked against the Eagles. Using highlight packages on YouTube and match replays for more recent games, so I've good. collated the following information. Thoughts? Uh, if you want my thoughts, my thoughts are very excited and I love it. So, how are we going to do this? Because there's a grid here with 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 some juicy stats, um, goals that he has kicked, um, with contested marks against Will Scott. Oh, I'm just going to go through it. I think it's. I think this this deserves to be gone through. Someone has sat down. Ben Brown, Benjamin Brown, has sat down and gone through since 2014 every game I've played against Ben Brown because I contested the last person that wrote in and said that Ben Brown had kicked all these goals on me. Yeah, so, yeah. so that's what this Ben Brown is saying. He's saying, gone through every game, watch the vision. I'll tell you what happened with each goal. So 2014, uh, Will Schofield played. Ben Brown did not play. So how many goals did Ben Brown kick that day? Zero. That's right. One to Will Schofield. 2015. <laughs> he was scared. Yeah, that's okay. 2015, round 10, Blundstone Arena. We both played. Ben Brown's kicked three goals. Huge. First goal. This is the breakdown. It tells you every goal. First goal, contested mark against Will Schofield. Yeah, it doesn't sound right, but it might happen. Uh, number two, two minutes after first, likely against Will Schofield. Hang on a second. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Uh, number three, crumbing goal against Will Schofield. <laughs> haven't had a good day there, have I? He's kicked three goals. Look, it was the first matchup I've had on him. So I learned. Did learn. I learn? Yep. So we go to the prelim in 2015 at Subiaco. How are you in a contested possession when there's crumbing involved and they're you know, kicking goals against good, you? Good, mate. Played 200 games of AFL footy, love. What are you, yeah, 194, what, yeah. yeah. What are you asking me? <laughs> oh, yeah, what do you reckon Ben Brown's good below his legs? Yeah. Below his knees? What I thought. Well, if we can kick one against you. All right, let's go. Prelim, um, Subiaco. I won't go through them all, but prelim at Subiaco, when it matters, when it matters, we both played. Ben Brown goals one. One mark on lead against Jay McGovern. Yep. That's it. Anything about Will Schofield there? No. We go through. He kicks four in 2016. Uh... Three of those have my name in it. So, look, that hasn't been great, has it? No. Um, 2018, he kicked one. and It was against me. Fine. Gave away a free kick. Yeah, look, can't control the umpires sometimes, Dan. So, mm-hmm. I would say that's nothing against me. 2019, he's kicked two. Contested mark against Will Schofield. Crumbing goal against Will Schofield, number two. These two goals were in junk time in the final quarter in a big Eagles win. So... In summary, this is the summary from Benny Brown. Five games against each other, 11 goals, two goals, two per game. Ben, ben Brown's career average was two goals, two. It's pretty pretty similar. Of 10, 10 goals seen on highlights or KO, six were directly opposed to Will Schofield and a further two <laughs> with Will Schofield in the vicinity. Just Hang on, I was because I was playing yeah. in the vicinity. Oh, in the back line, Matt. You weren't. You 
you didn't want it enough. First of all, again, I appreciate the, the amount of work that's gone into this. I love every bit about it. Point two, you've 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 missed a bit. You've missed you missed the amount of times I've stopped him. Right. So what are forwards mm. out there to do? They're to, they're to kick goals. Okay, he's kicked three goals. Great. Did he have twenty five opportunities? Charlie, don't fucking laugh at me. I didn't swap. You looked right at me when you well, said that. Well, there's no else to lose. Either you are dead. So, so, okay, if you kick four goals in the game and you've had four opportunities, that's a good game. Very good. You kick four goals in the game and you've had 32 inside 50s directed at you and your opponent has stopped 28, who, who's had the better game? Don't, 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 don't piss far around. Who's had the better game? Um... I'd say yeah, it's not, don't arm me. <laughs> the defender, probably. Yeah, correct. So, look, Benjamin Brown versus Will Schofield at gmail.com. I couldn't appreciate the work more, but there's more to be done. You need to find out how many opportunities you had. I'm sorry. I'll be. I'll rest when I find that out. And then we will truly understand <laughs> Maybe that's how a, much of Ben Brown of a bunny of mine he was. Maybe that was one for Sir Swamp. Tra- <sighs> Maybe we'll ask him if we remember... Next, when we speak to him. Yeah, if I forget about it, then I'm sorry. Travis Fitzgerald. Yeah, good. Thanks, boys. <laughs> and you put the good. <laughs> Very good. I understand as it gets to this time of the year, you are probably desperate for guests and getting <laughs> snobbed by too many big shots who think they're too good for back chat. That's true. I'd like to run the opportunity past you to interview a two-time AFL 9's premiership player himself. <laughs> two premierships... Auto- uh, Atomically? Atomically. Automatically. Automatically puts me above even Scoey, and I reckon the two of us could bring some pretty good insight into Australia's favourite sport. Looking forward to our collab episode. Let me know if I need to prepare a segment ahead of time. Cheers. Well, he has won two premierships. Have you? I haven't asked you. You're a premiership player? Several, yeah. What sport? Um, I've won multiple championships in basketball. Uh, I have what sort of age groups? Open, from the the toughest of athletes. Are we talking like the basketball tournaments? They have like twenty in a year, and they just keep reloading them week after, like no, no, like no, six this week is, tournaments. No, winter season, summer season. How long? Like a twenty twenty game season uh, with a championship I'll at the that. end. I'll pay that. I've won two of them. What were you doing? Were you playing? Yeah, <laughs> of course. Um, I have. I don't think we ever won a footy grand final. We lost. I lost a soccer grand final and I lost a cricket grand final. It hurts, doesn't it? Yeah, but it come still makes you come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still, oh, I still remember. Lose one to win one. It's true. Yep. Now, Travis, I'm not going to turn. Look, I'm not going to take you up. I'm not going to turn you down. Again, I like the interaction. I like the community. I would happily, when we do a beer with back chat, mm-hmm. have, have you on as a live guest. Yep. Travis, you come down to a beer with back chat, which we are in the process of organising. Yeah. And we've, we've said it. We've that, said it for once. No, it is towards the top of the list, Charlie. It's on there. Now we're going to lose you for a little bit to the podcast in a little while. Not for not forever, but it's just in a little while. Maybe uh, your parting gift to the podcast should be <laughs> beers with back chat. But if I can't go to it, what's the point? Your parting gift. Tra- and Travis, <laughs> I will show. say when we have mentioned this before, and no one's taken up the offer, and I'm still very keen. Send us your mobile number, and we'll have a chat to you on the podcast. I've said it. We can do that. We'll say it again. If you want to jump on the podcast, I would much rather than read your emails, not not you send it, we read it. You talk it, we talk it back. 
That's, how's that for a segment? <laughs> yeah, I love it. No, no, seriously. Send your mobile number. We'll call Say, you. We'll I've call you live. I've got a great question. We'll call you live. Here's my number. Call me. We'll do it. We've, we've said we're going to do it. Maybe we put that out to our patrons. Yeah. Uh, one more question from Amiable Anderson. Right, that's the last one. AFL Ac- AFLX Batmobile is part of the email, which is great. I don't know what that means, but I love it. Love it. Two questions for Will. Okay. 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 Did you ever engage with the person underneath the eagle mascot costume on or outside game day? Did you ever engage with Aussie the Eagle? So there's two questions there. The mascot, the person who dresses up, and also the real-life Aussie the Eagle who went rogue not that long ago. <laughs> I've always... Let's start with the second part. Aussie I've, the Eagle? I've, I've watched that real eagle fly around Optus Stadium. Yeah. And I, I often think... It's like, a, it's like a comedy show. Like, what could possibly go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> a wild predator <laughs> flying around a stadium full of people that it's, are holding food. It's like oh, that, oh, yeah, it's trained. Okay, I understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that Will Ferrell movie with um <laughs> the tropic the tropics, the basketball team. Yeah, What's it the, called? And he fights and the, bear, the bear. The bear goes wild. Nobody panic. Yeah. Everybody panic. It's exactly There's that. There's a wild bear. And <laughs> I think it was six months ago, maybe, maybe eight months ago, Ozzy the Eagle went rogue. And they, they had to try. Get they, they couldn't get, get it back. Is it still Aussie the Eagle? Is it? I think is it not Oswaldo? Have they not? Oh, right. Have they, have they potentially had to put Aussie down? There was a dart <laughs> flying through there. <laughs> yeah, they got Aussie back oh, under control. Poor old Aussie. Um, so yeah. So no. Yeah. So no. Um, never engaged with Aussie. No. Nah, you didn't hold nah. it. Yeah. Not particularly scared of birds. Not really fond of them either. Like going near a big bird kind of scares the shit out of me a little bit. So yeah, yeah. stay well away from Aussie. Okay. So what about the person underneath the eagle mascot costume? I don't know what scares me more. The Aussie the eagle, the real bird, or like someone who's walking around a mascot every every time. It, what, is this set up? Charlie's looking at me like he's the guy. I'm listening. So I will say no. No, I, I, I did never engage with the, the eagle mascot. I will give this piece of exclusive action here to back chat. Okay. There's a current member of the West Coast Eagles mm. who spent a good summer or two. You've been to a Perth Wildcats game, Dan. You used to work for Perth Wildcats. Yep. You know the guys in the morph suits? Yep. The, 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 the crowd yeah, guys. The red, the red suits, yep. Current West Coast Eagles player, good player, was a morph suit man for at least one summer, if not two. Well, as a part-time job. Oh, full-time, mate. He was doing nothing else but morphing. He was in the, <laughs> no, he was in I the know, skin. I know a couple of boys that did that. They weren't a full-time job. <laughs> oh, no. Like, I'm, I'm, that was full-time for him. Yeah, like, yeah, it was pretty so much free. Only... Like, going to watch games and he was dressing up in skin-tight clothing. And... All right. It was a back. I might well. have to, I might have to hit up my guy who was a morph right, man. If you can find that out, any of our listeners find out who that was, Yep, I've got a special prize for you. So I've been um, the Perth mascot before. I, the Perth Wildcats mascot. I'm not at all surprised. So you're, the, you're, you're actually this, yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's not as good as you think because there was... I can imagine it'd be horrible. That's awful. No, no, I mean, good as a, of an experience. Like I wasn't out on the, on the court doing front flips and stuff like it usually does. I was in the office one day and the, the paper was coming down to take some photos because they uh, donated some money to some charity and they had a big check, and so they needed a photo for the, for the paper. So they got a couple of players, and they need it, but they were like, we need the mascot in the, in the photos. So there's some photos going around of a mascot holding a check with a couple of <laughs> the players, and that's me underneath. <laughs> it was disgusting. Those things uh, smell awful, and it was fresh from the dry cleaners, and it stunk. I can't imagine like vis- visuals is 
great either. It's some sort of mesh barrier. No, you can't see much. Yeah, yeah, no. I have a friend who claims they know the person who has been or who still is Johnny the Docker from the Dockers. <laughs> is that his uh, name? That Johnny. Is, it's Johnny the Docker. There's <laughs> also Jenny. <laughs> Johnny and Jenny. Yeah. Yeah, they're smart. Are they? They're, they're, like, they're the guys that look like <laughs> Sean McManus. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like Clive Waterhouse yeah. walking around. And so they wouldn't tell me the identity of this person. Apparently, you can't tell identities of mascots. It's in the code. It's like Sir Swamp. <laughs> can't do it. Yeah, exactly. So the, the the good thing about the Perth Wildcats mascot is that if you've been to a game, often at the very start, they get lowered down on a big wire. <laughs> and sometimes they do a massive swing from the ceiling. Yeah. That's not the that's not the Perth no, mascot. That's a stunt man. Yeah, that's, that's a stunt scary. man. And he he he. There's a company that literally do that. I can't remember. It's called Skywalker. That's what it's called. I just remembered. If you want to sponsor the podcast, you can. But a guy would sure jet in the suit, literally just for that one thing. Then he'd get out of it, and then the regular mascot man would jump in. Um, there is, and if they you didn't have two suits, that one suit they had to, no, change. had to change out of it. They're expensive things. If if you've got time right now and you're listening to this podcast, I need you right now to go to the internet and search for Denver Nuggets mascot. He sit on pass, No, when he passes out. So he they do this thing where they lower him from the ceiling, but he's passed out <laughs> completely. <laughs> so there is this footage of the Denver Nuggets slide of like bear mascot who's just completely limp uh, and they're just lowering him down scary. from the ceiling. <laughs> it is just, it's great. All right. That's it. You send it, we read it. We'd love to bring bring in. You talk it, we talk it back. We'd <laughs> loved we'd love to get a bit of that. All right, up next, we got Sir Swamp Thing. He's coming at you. Welcome back to Back Chat. Very exciting times in the Back Chat studio. We've been building up to this for a little while now. Yes, we've only had three guests, but I'm very excited about this one, Dan. I am you know how I don't often sound excited? <laughs> You never this do. time I'm you really excited. <laughs> there you go. You're so excited that, look, well, before we introduce who we've got on, I will say that uh, we we're going to do a bit of a video video back and forth, um, you know, be able to have chat and see, see each other. So we were setting up our video beforehand. Mm, yeah. You had to go and get a cushion, Dan. Yeah. You were too small. Because you were yeah, too small. Well, otherwise, you look like a. It's, it's more that you look like a giant. Right. So I was trying to help you out, man. Level us out. Okay. Now that's out of the way. Who we've got joining us today... Um, look, I don't, I, I honestly, before we had this man on, I was trying to find out his name. Now I still don't know it. I'm going to call him by his screen name, by his Twitter name. He's a statistical genius. He is the OG, the goat, the, I don't know. He's, he's everything on Twitter. He's my, my favorite person to follow on Twitter. Mm -hmm. He spits out stats. If you, if you've got a question, you need to answer. This is your man. Sir Swamp Thing. Sir Swamp Thing, welcome, mate. G'day, Will. Thanks for having me on. Uh, much appreciated. And oh. so, so Swamp Thing, do you want us to just go by Swamp? Is that better or Mr. Yeah, Thing? Yeah, in reality, apart from my mum and Bruce McAvaney, everybody calls me Swamp anyway, so... Right. It, it, hang on. So I understand mum, but Bruce, how, how does Bruce get special exemption? Uh, I'm... Because he's Bruce. Yeah, he's, he's, he did his research, found out my real name. I don't oh, know how he did it. That's unreal. So, look, um, hopefully the listeners, look, if you're if you're on Twitter, you know about Swamp. If you if you don't, um, Swamp, tell tell us a little bit about what you do. What I'm talking about. What do you do on Twitter? What what? Who are you? Yeah, who are you, Swamp? <laughs> uh, yeah, look, I'm just a, I'm a stats nerd. I love. Love my footy, love my cricket. 
no good at either of them, I must point out. Um, but I've, I've got a computer programming background and I built my own databases. Uh, actually, when I was doing a university degree, I was built databases based on what I was learning in class on the sports I loved. So I built a footy database, I built a cricket database, uh, and I've just been building on them and I've turned them into something that I can query pretty much any way I want to come up with stats, some relevant, some completely ridiculous, but um, all just to test out my abilities, I guess. Well, don't worry too much, Swamp, because Dan's not very good at football or cricket either. Got something well, it's it. debatable. <laughs> um, I have been, uh, I've, ta- I've talked about my, my skills many times on this podcast and people are sick of it because they're sort of tired of hearing about someone who is just like them but much better at most sports. Um, but Swamp, as you yes. build these databases and things like that, you you know, at, at, at the times when you're studying, people must yes. have thought you were one of the coolest guys around. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, let's say yes and move on to the next question. <laughs> so I've, I, I've got, look, I've had, uh, I put this out in socials, we're having you on, and uh, a question that came across the desk quite a lot was, how do you do it? Um, again, for listeners that don't, exactly know, um, I guess, the way I see it as working Swamp is people writing questions to you. Uh, they might have queries about specific teams, specific players. They want to know uh, the answer to different questions, really. And um, you, you pick at will uh, people to answer and you go away and do it. H- how do you actually do it? Like, what's the system? What 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 are you using? Yeah. Um, oh, look, it's a bit hard to explain. I've got some... Hey, we've got, we got time. We've got time, mate. We've got time. Cool. You tell us. Um, look, I suppose most people are familiar with spreadsheets like Google Sheets or Excel or stuff like that. Uh, I've built some databases that are effectively those sort of things on steroids. <laughs> um, it's like combining, uh, you know, hundred different spreadsheets together. Which I've, because of the programming background, I'm quite good at being able to link, you know, this particular table to that particular table and and come back with um, whatever sort of results I want. It sounds like um, you um, sounds like you built it on Microsoft Access. Is that right? <laughs> Microsoft Paint. Uh, <laughs> Clip art. <laughs> uh, no, I've got a couple of different uh, SQL um, databases. I did use Access at one point, but not currently. I was just trying to flex my knowledge of the most basic coding in history. Fair enough. You... You're doing well. Yeah, you sure you're no good at sports? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> no, he's a massive nerd, Swamp. Um, now, look, Swamp, I want to know, when people write into you, um, they got these requests, yep. there's some strange ones that come across your desk, I'm sure. How do you actually pick who you're going to answer? Is it the person or is it the request that interests you? Um, oh, look, the request certainly plays a big part in it. Uh, I, I will point out, to anyone that does send me a question that I don't answer it, there's a good chance that I just haven't seen it because I don't have notifications turned on. I think I, if I spend all the time sort of um, responding to every sort of uh, request I get, I'd probably not get much time to do anything else. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I do have preferential treatment to people that have come up with a great original question. Um, you know, And I, I will try and answer as many as I can when I have time, but... Um, yeah, certainly if you've come up with something that's outlandish or could be a little bit of a challenge, um, that's I'm more likely to, 
to try and get one of those in. Such as, uh, look, I'll just read one at random. Uh, at Sir Swamp Thing, huge long-time fan, first-time question. Last week on Backchat Pod, we asked if Will Schofield held any AFL records. I couldn't answer and thought you may be the person who could. Please help. And you answered, Swamp. You answered. Um, Do you that, remember? It sounds like uh, I, I did answer that one. That would be from some random on Twitter <laughs> um, who, if memory serves, it was you You were the only player to have played a hun- uh, one game for the year where you played 100% game time. And it was in a winning grand final. Did I get that right? Yeah, that's correct. We need a big tick. So we need a big tick sound to come there. So do you do you do you remember? I know you're speaking to me on this podcast, and there was a little bit of a setup. But do you remember these stats, or is it is it all in the database? Uh, oh, there's a bit of bit of both. Some of them sort of lock in, and if I see a name, it'll suddenly um, uh, trigger the memory of the stat. But there are some that I have to um, go back and remind myself of. Have you got um, a favourite? No, there are some that regularly sort of pop up in my head when I get asked that question. I don't know if I have any particular favourites, but there are some that were good challenges. Um, the the first one that always comes to my head is one about Greg Williams, who played five games on the 31st of March. Um, and in the first one, he got three Brownlow votes. Second, three Brownlow votes. Same in the third, same in the fourth. And then in the fifth game, he touched an umpire and they gave him nine weeks instead. <laughs> well, nine weeks is probably pretty stiff considering Toby Green last last season. I say, and he got three, didn't he? No, he got six. He, he up, up to, to six. six now. Perhaps Diesel didn't just touch the umpire. I, if anyone that goes back and checks the footage, it's it, it is fairly innocuous, but he did. Touch the umpire. He, he lost nine weeks. Yeah, is is that the one he effectively not not lost the Brownlow, but I mean he copped nine weeks, so it would be difficult to say that he was going to win the Brownlow. But was that the year that he got suspended for something pretty um, ticky Touchwood that that lost him that Brownlow? Was that that year? Uh, no, that's a, a different year. I remember this year here, in, or this incident in particular, they appealed to the higher Supreme Court, and so he was allowed to play the next week while. <laughs> This was all getting sorted, and if memory serves, he got suspended in that game as well. So, <laughs> wow, um, I'm going. I am going completely from memory there. So I hope I've got that right. How long, Swamp? How long would that sort of process take you? So when you get the real curly one, like how long are you spending hours on this? Is this like a, a twenty minute activity, or is it like you know weeks at a time that you're trying to knuckle down and find these stats? No, most stats I can pull up in um, uh, ten to twenty seconds. Huh. Okay. Yeah. People, people, that doesn't make any sense to me because some of these questions that come across are so abstract. I don't understand how you can possibly find these things in 20 or 30 seconds. So some of the more complex ones. So, uh, well, for instance, there's one, I figured out six players that were born on the 6th of the 6th that if you added up their career games and goals, there was 666 goals. 666 games. So, okay, mate, that that's not taking you 30 seconds, seconds, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that one uh, that one took me probably 10 to 15 minutes, that one. That was, that <laughs> that was still one sounds like ones. no time at all. <laughs> You've got a bit of a sense of humour, Swamp, I think. Um, look, correct me if, if I'm wrong, but we had a bit of a look back at some of your most engaged tweets over the last, well, since you've been doing it, really. And, and the number one engaged tweet was, I don't know if you know this one, but um, 
Mm-hmm. Gold Coast are now eight and one in games where Tom Lynch has Tom kicked Lynch five, five plus goals. <laughs> and it was in a game where Tom Lynch, of course, playing for Richmond and kicked five goals and Gold Coast won. So that tells me you've got a bit of a sense of humour, mate. Uh, I, I like to think I have. Other people don't think so. Um, especially if it's, you know, it, well, I don't think there were too many Richmond supporters happy with me with that particular tweet. But. Can't please everyone. No, that's true. Now, Swamp, we often do something on this podcast where we talk about our sporting achievements. Um, I've got that many that, you know, I'm starting to bore people with them. No, just, we'll, just a quick a quick one for Swamp. I mean, Will, Will likes to talk about footy and stuff. Um, you, I mean, are you aware of sort of my cricket achievements? Um, I, I'm running a query on your name as we speak. <laughs> yep. it's, not, it's not come back with anything, which means there's either none or a lot of records. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> I know, um, I'll, I'll tell you my cricket, uh, five wickets for 16 runs. Uh, that was in a final. How does that, or how would that shape up? Actually, before we go to my achievements, what can you tell us about your sporting? You said that, um, I mean, let's be honest, if you've got a coding background, sports don't usually coincide with that. Uh, but what would be your biggest sporting achievement my of your greatest career? greatest sporting achievement. Um, it, yeah, can't, no, it can't I, be in statistics. Gotta... It cannot be in statistics. <laughs> okay. Um I did once get a participation medal in soccer <laughs> in primary school. Now we're talking. Yeah, that might be it. I mean, if you do talk my achievements and statistics, if you add my batting average and Don Bradman's batting average together, we average almost 100. <laughs> <laughs> but how about the um, the five wickets for 16? Surely that's in rare company. Um, I'll put it in and we'll find out what comes back. Yeah, you good. Give me a minute. Okay, but we'll we'll keep talking. I'll I'll do it while we're talking. Oh, that's yeah. good. Are you are you are you a fan, Swamp? Like, are you a are you a footy fan? Like, are you a you know a game fan, or do you go for a team? Do you support a do you support a specific club? <laughs> I do get asked that one a lot, and I never answer it. <laughs> Smart. Um, yes. No. I the the reality is I don't barrack for any teams i barrack for sports and i barrack for the people that play the sports do you do, you do this for a living swamp or can we ask that i know you like your anonymity but do you, do you is this what you do uh the, the twitter account's not what i do it but it is kind of a byproduct of I, I do work with channel seven predominantly on their footy and cricket broadcasts okay um so yeah my my income is derived as being a sports statistician but hence bruce twitter accounts just for fun do you ever see that Twitter account going bigger than just for fun? Could you do this? Could you, I don't know. Could monetize? You, yeah, could you monetize this swamp? <laughs> I, actually, there's been a few people that have sort of pushed that I should go down that line at this point in time. I uh, I haven't given it too much thought. The Sir Swamp Patreon, where people can subscribe to your, your Patreon and get exclusive statistics. I would honestly subscribe to it. Yeah, $5 really a month. Sign me up. Okay, cool. I'm I'm up to five dollars a month already. I'm doing well. You might have ten with Will. <laughs> um, one more question for me, Swamp. Before um, I uh, hear probably from Will's because Will, you're going to tell him your sporting achievements. Well, it can't be footy. Um, what's do there's you know? Lots. Is there a, is there a stat that comes to mind that you were so close to? You know, so say the six 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 stat that you love. Was there a yep. stat that you were like, oh man, if you'd only kicked one more goal, that would be the perfect stat. Um, actually, there's a there's a similar stat that's oh, those sort of things happen all the time. I should point out there's a lot of 
there's a lot of missing when it comes to stats. You sort of go, wonder if this has ever happened, and you find that you're close but no cigar. Mm. Um, but there is a, a similar version of the 6-6-6 one, which was three players on March the 3rd, and it was they had played 333 games and had 332 goals. So, <laughs> so yeah, there are instances that happen like that all, all the time. Do you, uh, it's very good when you find one that pays off. Do, do, you, do you laugh at these? Do these things impress you or not really? You, you sound like you just roll this out. It's like, oh, yeah, this is what happened. Like, this is what I found. Do you, do you sit back uh, and look at them and go, oh, that's pretty good. I found that out. No, I do. I do. I probably play it down. Um, no, there are some that genuinely um, excite me to find. Um, yeah, I do love – I've got this whole puzzle-solving mentality. I do love a challenge, so I do like them when they – you, you put in the work and it pays off to some degree. I did think that uh, the grand final set of mine, which you were correct, you didn't remember that correctly. I thought that was the one and only time that I've been uh, mentioned by Sir Swamp Thing, but our wonderful producer, Charlie, who's back in the producer's seat. Hi, Charlie. You going okay over there, mate? Yeah, I'm not too bad. If you've got any yeah. questions for Swamp, you feel free. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'll leave that open a little bit longer. Now, that's not correct, though. I was I was mentioned in another tweet by you, Swamp. There's no way you remember this one. It, but please tell me if you do. Right. Have you got anything off the top of your head? I don't. You, there's there's no chance. What else would I have mentioned? The question was, do you do Super Coach scores, Swamp? Which I will come back to. Oh, hang on. So this is because uh, you had a certain score about seven or eight times. <laughs> what? Oh, that's a new one. <laughs> that's absolutely correct. This was from about 2014, I reckon. Okay. And you're 100% correct. Eight times, myself, Ben Johnson, Jake Melksham, and Dylan Grimes all scored 54 points. Eight times. Uh, right. Yeah, Adam... but someone else had had it quite a few more times than that. Do you remember who it was? Or did I see his first name? Um... He was, it happened thirteen times. I remember that he was traded. He was traded this year from a club in Western Australia. Adam Chera was the man. So he was. That was the, what the question was about. Adam Chera is the king of scoring fifty-four. <laughs> he scored seven in his career, but I scored no. eight. I, I got it. Eight. I got it. No, there's someone else that had one other score more than that, though. At 13 times, it had a 13 or 14 times. Hey, mate, I'm not going to pull you up on these stats. You're the yeah, stats. We trust guy. you. Brett Deledio. Brett Deledio, I reckon it was. Anyway. <laughs> it's very good. Now, um, Dan, unless you have something for Swamp. Um, we do... I've got your five for 16. Yep, okay. Oh, by the way. So I... how would that rank? I don't know if you want to go globally or just Australia. I, I have gone globally. I've gone okay. professional cricket, so that's... Mm-hmm. Um, list A, first class, T twenty. Yep. So uh, what what are we actually? Or, what are we actually asking here? Comparing my five for sixteen to what? Is wondering whether World. anyone has done it before. I guess. Okay. <laughs> sure. Please tell me, Swamp. <laughs> it's happened thirty three times by my count. Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> wow. So me and thirty three other guys have done that ever in history. That's crazy. Uh, guys and girls. Yeah, men's and women's cricket. There you go. I saw you pull someone on that uh, on Twitter the other day, Swamp, and I appreciated it. Do, does, do you ever get frustrated with questions? Do you ever get uh, 
I don't know. Do you feel the need to correct people? Because I, I, I do actually say you do that a little bit as well. If someone asks a silly question, it's like, come on, come on now. Don't don't be saying that. Do you feel like you have to be the guy sometimes? I, no, I'm happy to be the guy. <laughs> I, um, I've i got no problem with, um, I, like I said, I'm a sports statistician. Yeah. It's not, um, so... Was it, was, it Meg, was it Meg Lanning? Was that, was that the one I just saw? Yeah, recently? that was someone having a trying to have a crack that I used a stat that mentioned Aaron Finch and Meg Lanning together. Yeah, that's correct. And they're both cricketers, so the stat was correct. Yep, both cricketers, both captain in our country as well. So, yep. yes. Um, yeah, look, I have no problem with going up against people that want to have a crack at that sort of thing. Good. I love it. I absolutely love that, going up against people and having a crack. Yeah, we do a segment on here, um, uh, Swamp, and I'm sure you've heard about it. Um, it's probably in the system somewhere. As um, I'm sure it's probably in there as top top podcasting segments. I'm sure you have somewhere in there, and right at the top flashing green is social media. Is, is that correct? As soon as this Dan Const... Um query finishes i'll get on to that one <laughs> know. still looking for dan <laughs> i was uh, maybe search under 12s as well um and if, if you need some more keywords chewett hill cricket club dan actually does go under um a student uh, uh dan cindy you might have to look up dan so cindy. it's a dumb joke swamp don't laugh at that please <sighs> okay now okay, social media i ask the people to ask the questions swamp so the people write in they ask you questions now i'd I want to throw a couple at you. I know you've got your computer sure. there. Hopefully um, you can chuck some of this in. This is from Bevan underscore Hal underscore underscore. We love an underscore on here, Swamp. And yep, do, says, do, do, wait, but, but, but yeah, yeah. the Sir Swamp thing, does that have an underscore in it? No, it doesn't, no. Mm. Sorry, but before I get on to Bevan's question, why Sir, why Sir Swamp thing? What, what is that What, what is that to do with? Um, I, look, I was given the nickname Swamp Thing many, many years ago. Um, and I, I can't remember where the sir originally came from, but I think someone was asking me, uh, I made a joke that I was going to change my name to Swamp Thing by Deedpole, and but, someone asked me what I'd tick on the census form, and I said sir, so, um, <laughs> so that, that's where that came from. Well, when I was looking for a photo to put up of you, Swamp, because no one knows what you look like, no one knows your name, so I sort of was sitting there, well... What do I put up? And I typed in Swamp Thing into Google, as you, as you do. And there's a Marvel, there's like a Marvel comic. <laughs> do you know about Correct, this? Correct, yes. yes I think, no, I think I with a movie coming out soon. The, the, the joke with the nickname was originally based around that character from the movies. The, the two movies in, back in about the 80s. It's quite frightening. He's carrying a corpse out of a swamp. What's <laughs> what's scary, to be really honest with this one. Uh, now, let, let's go back to social media because the people are waiting, Swamp. Bevan Howell asked, Hi, Sir Swamp. The, 23, uh, the 2003 Daniel Kerr goal of the year, was that the most bounces of the ball in a row for a goal? And I don't even know. Yeah, that, that, that's the question. Is that something uh, we can look up? Yeah, um, it won't be. Um, <laughs> Mick McGuan had seven bounces when he got his goal of the year. Oh, that was very Mind good. You, he didn't. He didn't start from from memory. Curse started right near the back line. Yep, went most of the distance in the ground. But um, Michael Mitchell, in his goal of the year, went seven bounces as well. 
Seven. Okay, so we're saying it's seven, or we're saying it might I'm, be seven. I'm going to go with seven. I've also got Brent Harvey, who had seven bounces and then kicked it behind. So there's an honourable mention. I there. played in that game, Swamp. That was against Did West you? Coast. Yes. And uh, I was running back towards goals, watching him bounce the whole way up. <laughs> and it was going to be the greatest goal of all time. I think it was. I think it hit the post. I'm asking uh, this one. From, from memory, it did, but I'm I'm happy to be corrected on that. So before we go any further, so I've got to ask. So yep. are you there watching video then tape and counting the bounces, or is bounces? then counted as a stat that you're drawing from? Where are you getting the bounce part from? Uh, I've got a lot of stats recorded. I don't sit there and individually record each bounce into my system, um, but I do have the ability to sort of query those sort of things. So somebody's um, recording. Having said that, the Michael Mitchell and McGuan were both well before we were keeping those sort of sure. stats. So who, it's just who's we? Is, it we? is we champion data? And Swamp, is that who that is? Or is there, is there other are there other minions around? No, actually, Champion Data is probably the main people. I, I did work for them for, for a few years. Okay. Um, so we so, stole their database. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> Swamp was like um, lo- lowered into from the ceiling with a USB drive and from the server at, at Champion Data and got reeled out. Now, Swamp, uh, this comes in from underscore Hamish underscore... This we is love a good underscore. Yeah, there you go. very good. I was like, I didn't even have to tease you. <laughs> oh, Swamp, you need to be on this show more often. Now, Hamish asks, and I like this one because I'm a big fan of long sleeve jumpers. And at West Coast, they stopped giving them out. They stopped giving out playing long sleeve jumpers. They wouldn't allow us to wear them. Did you know that? Was that in the system, Swamp? Oh. No, I can't say that was in my system, but it doesn't surprise me. It wouldn't be much need for a long sleeve over in. Your neck of the woods. Yeah, but I don't know if this surprises you, Swan. We did used to play every second week out of Perth. Now, <laughs> no, I that's true. I do remember Peter Matera used to um, to rock a long sleeve whenever he came to Victoria. It does while. get cold over here as well. Um, just not very, not very often. Um, I think like low twenties. You're in Victoria, Swamp, I believe. I'm, I'm Victorian. I think it gets a little colder where you're from. Touch chilly. That is correct. Now. The question from Hamish is, who was the last West Coast Eagles player to wear a long sleeve? Because, <laughs> and and if you, is that is that possible to find out? If it's yes, um, I would like to guess if it's not. When, well, when did West Coast out? stop handing them out and, and write it into their contract that no one's allowed to? Well, it wasn't in the contract. It, was, it wasn't in the property room, mate. Like, we, you go in, you go for a long sleeve, just wasn't there. Did not exist. You could not wear one. Yeah. Um, so I think it was around 2012, 13, somewhere there. Okay. Um, I feel like you're, I feel, are well, you I, searching something yeah. right now? Are what was searching I, long no, dash sleeve? I, okay. No, I've got one, but it's probably not quite the angle you were thinking. It's 2015. Okay. A- Andrew Gaff. And he was, oh. and he was wearing a long sleeve jumper. In the international series against Ireland in Ireland. Yeah, see, this is... still counts. 100% it still counts (laughs) because the question was West Coast Eagles player. So Andrew Gaff wore a long sleeve in Ireland. From memory, it was about three or four degrees and I reckon half the team were wearing long sleeves and he was was one of them. So there we go, I'll go with that. Again, is that come out of the system or your brain? That's come out of my brain. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. What about... um, so Tess, uh, Tess McCubbing, 
She's written in with, what's your favourite obscure ch- uh, fact? Like, do you have... I, I, know, I asked you before, you got a favourite one, but is there something that lies in your mind that is just left of centre that you just love? Uh, there's one... There's nothing that I... That's jumping to my mind. If I think of one, I'll let you know, but... Um, yeah, there's... Nothing, nothing in particular that's that's absolutely jumping. It's out. like it's like trying to pick a favorite child, you know. It's it's, it's too yeah. hard to do that sort I've of thing. I've got ten thousand children. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I wanted to throw a stat to you, uh, Swamp that I saw um, from the NFL. Um, yep. And this is this will lead to the next question. It's about names. So this is an NFL stat that happened in in the last few days. It said the Cooper Rush to Amari Cooper touchdown is the first in NFL history where the passes... So Cooper Rush was the uh, the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys um, and threw to Amari Cooper. Uh, yeah, Amari Cooper. History where the, yeah. the passer's first name and receiver's last name are an exact match. So Cowboys also have the only pass touchdown where the passer's last name and the receiver's first name were an exact match, which was Andy Dalton and Dalton Schultz in Week 11, 2020. So, okay. I don't even yep. know how you would... And so, obviously, they've got a, a similar sort of swamp database. Just how do you even think of that, firstly? But um, the what's the longest... This is another question we have. What's the longest string of player names you can make from a game? Yeah, I did this one a couple of years ago. Well, uh, last year, I think. I've just done a search. I, yeah, so I came up with a, a string of names. This was 2018... Brisbane versus Hawthorne, uh, you could make a string of names with Tom, Mitchell, Lewis, Taylor, Jeray. So combined four players' names. Well, I don't get it. Someone explain it to me. Tom Mitchell, oh. Mitchell Lewis, oh. Lewis Taylor, Taylor Jeray. Oh, so it's linking them together. Think of, um, what's that movie where they link um, the oh. people together? Oh. Yeah. Human okay. centipede? Human centipede. <laughs> it's like a human centipede of names. Is that right, Swamp? I'm sure Taylor Mitchell Lewis Taylor. Oh, hang on, I've forgotten that. I've forgotten what a Tom Mitchell uh, Lewis Taylor Dre would be very happy with yeah. that analogy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, I've got one here for you, Swamp. Um, look, the, the question is actually from me, and it's you know what what questions should people not ask? So this is from April 17 this year, and someone's asked. When was the last time a player kicked three in a row in a game like she <laughs> did last she night? Question. Yeah. yeah. And the answer you gave, and you can explain it, but it was Dom Sheed kicked three goals in a row in the third time last night, uh, le- third term last night. The last player before Sheed to kick three goals in a row in an AFL game was Jack Darling in the second quarter in of the that second game. Quarter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. That's probably a good example of a question not to ask. It, it always seems to be if someone comes up with, they think this might be the first time it's ever happened. Um, and so they ask, when is the last time it happened? It turns out in in almost all circumstances, it always seems to be earlier that same day or that same week. So they're probably be- good questions to stay away from is when was the last time? Maybe it's better to go, how often has this happened? How, how do we get your attention? How do listeners get your attention? A lot of listeners to Backshot, they'll be listening. How do we get Swamp's attention? Because I had one person, I'm not going to read you the exact question. They said, oh, you know, their friend wrote a question, Swamp answered it, and I wrote a question, Swamp didn't answer it. How, 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 do, they, how do they go 
go, hey, Swamp over here, answer my question. <laughs> oh, look, no, it is completely uh, luck. Like I said, I don't have notifications turned on. Um, so I tend to go off and do my own thing. And if I find something, I'll jump on Twitter and put it on. Every now and then I'll go back and sort of check recent uh, messages. Um, so there is a little bit of hit and miss as to whether I see them or not. I'm not um, deliberately trying to avoid anyone for those that's, that think I'm being preferential to anybody. We're going to wrap it up. It's been an absolute pleasure. We're going to leave you in the swamp, in the system of swamp that is your mighty brain and your mighty system. We appreciate your time today, mate. And uh, look, I hope, well, all I hope from this, I hope to feature again in any of your stats for the rest of your career. That's my only hope. Me get too. back a repeat visit I'll see what I can do thanks Swamp you're a good man thank you very much for your time no worries cheers guys alright that's about all we've got time for tonight today wherever you're listening to back chat 2.0 um, we're back in business that's another interview done and dusted Sir Swamp thing mm, Mr I, Swamp yeah look I'm glad we got a little bit underneath the covers a little bit with Swamp didn't under want it, the uh, didn't, it didn't want it I was going to think of something that would hover on the, above, on the top of the water. The mosquitoes? <laughs> Under the mosquitoes, yep. Some sort the of lily, smell. The lily pads. Um, like usual, you can get us on all socials. You can, you know what I'm going to start with? I'm going to start with our website. You want to get any of this action. And all of it. Yeah. au. Instagram, backchat underscore podcast. Twitter, backchat underscore pod. Reddit r forward slash backchat podcast you can email us at hello at backchatpodcast.com.au send us your send, mobile number send us your mobile number send it you know if what if you I'll, want let me tell you this if you want will schofield to have your phone number saved in his phone this is your chance <laughs> is it going to be my phone to be phone? honest will did not even have my number saved <laughs> <laughs> so who is this it's charlie all right charlie we're going to finish on that We've got a TikTok, backchat underscore podcast. How about that? Great. Coming at you. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com.